When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganello. all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rob Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and we are here tonight to recap this invisible episode of Big Brother 25 here on a Sunday night. And with me to talk through all of the invisibleness is Chappelle. How are you doing, Chappelle? Taryn, that was an episode. I think I saw one. I promise it was invisible, but I swear I made out an hour of television that mattered to me. I swear we did. We learned some new stuff. There were some cool diary rooms. The competition was riveting. A great episode of Big Brother. No, no, fantastic. Anybody? Yep. Yeah, we're all Listen, here, right? When it's invisible, you can make up in your head what it actually looks like. And it was dope. I saw it with my own yeah. eyes. I promise. It was invisible, but I synced it. So, yep. Yeah, happy to be here, Taryn. Thanks for the invite. Well, also joining us here on this invisible podcast is Scally. How you doing, Scally? Hello. Hello, Taryn. I'm feeling like Felicia dropping off a zip line after that episode. So, you know, excited to be here nonetheless uh, and talk about BB Comics and everything else going on with this invisible HOH. How crunchy are your crunch sound effects as oh, you drop? It's it's rough. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm not looking to drop anymore. I think I'm done. Taking a break. Um. So we are here. We're going to talk through the episode. Uh, we've we made it. Listen, ev- everyone who's listening to this podcast live, at least you made it through the episode. Something that uh, I feel like not many people can say because. <laughs> I'm a little guilty, y'all. I'm not going to lie to you. About the fourth or fifth kitty kitty poots bat down burr, I was like, I was starting to, starting to go a little bit. I was starting to fall asleep. I was I was pushing through, y'all. It's been a long day. It's a mm-hmm. lot of football. They pushed the, the episode back. By the time I'm going to watch this, it's really hard to focus when they just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over. It's <laughs> like, dear God, give me something. Give me something. Where's... um. James, jump out of a, a box or something like that. Scare somebody. Give me something. Dear I'm God. pretty sure this is like there's like a podcast that's designed to put you to sleep. There's just a person 
describing the differences between two pictures. Uh, I think that's yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. And it's like halfway through, we ran out of pictures, so we had to keep like going back to the ones we already talked about. It's like I know, I know that America has a different color necklace. Please, did you know that the Jill Billy has shoes in one picture but not the other? Bro, Blue has a tail. The cat has a tail in one picture. You have to be paying attention to this kind of stuff. For Unfortunately for me, I, I have the attention span of a mosquito. And so, boom, first time I saw the pictures, okay, cool. They're in a certain order, cool. They have different things about the pictures, dope. And then Snoozeville. I was on the way out of here. I'm so happy that um, the episode is over. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. We made it through. Uh, it was a long episode because the first like portion of it, the first like seven to ten minutes of it were like the explanation is like, oh, it's comic verse time for the invisible HOH. And by invisible HOH, we just mean HOH that lets you compete next week, HOH, because nothing else from that entire thing matters, because apparently, yes, we have confirmed that the winner of this HOH just straight up gets to compete in the following HOH, which completely invalidates the entire purpose of the structure of the game, uh, which is wild because their, their explanation is like, well, it's a secret. We could never reveal who the HOH was by allowing them or by not allowing them to compete in the following HOH. How would we ever do that? Two seasons ago... Mm -hmm. They did that with Claire when she had a power to overtake the HOH secretly. They made her throw the next HOH competition. Apparently, they forgot about that. Like Danny forgot about the Iron Fleet. Like uh, mm -hmm. they were just like, ah, man. Wow, what a shame. We forgot about that time that we figured out the solution to this problem without completely ruining the game structure. Mm, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's been done before. I think Big Brother heard that Survivor and Amazing Race got 90-minute episodes and said, we're going to make you feel like ours are 90 minutes too because uh, <laughs> they don't have anything else to uh, you know put in there. It is just like, we're going to slow down what's happening to make it feel longer. And that they did. Uh, but Taryn, you're right. This is an advantage solely to let the other, the, I mean, the HOH from this week play another week of HOH, which I think in Big Brother, I think that's fair game to say, I'm giving you an advantage to allow you to play again, right? Whatever, fine. We've seen crazier things in Big Brother. But the idea that you're only really doing this because you couldn't figure out a way to keep the invisible HOH secret and allow them to play again, it's like, no, we've seen it done. And you kind of lose the spirit of the advantage when you give it to someone like Jag, who's like, you know who I'm going to tell about this? Everybody. Because I'm going to miss the complete point of this. It is not, this is not the time to build trust with people. No, no, no. This is the time to sow suspicion. You are supposed to go throw that, throw people up on the block and be like, I don't know what happened. What are you talking about? Well, I don't, I don't know. It could have been them. It could have been them. And so that you can get away with making a big move because everybody in the house is so afraid of doing it. But he looks at this opportunity, this golden opportunity, and he says, you know what? I think my best move here is to target Felicia and Blue. Felicia, who remains on the block every week, and Blue, who I've identified as Jag saying, she has no one else to go to. She's just there. So maybe I should put both of them on the block, even though I'm telling you the five people I want to work with and leaving out a duo that everybody acknowledges 
that should probably be on the block. Uh, Jag, this is your tape. Welcome to your tape. My 13th reason. We got, like, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, it's tough. I, I, it's just, I understand that, like, why it's good for Corey in America to want blue gone, but I'm still really struggling to see it for Jag. And that's where, I mean, the invisible HOH falls at a point in the season in which uh, it's going to be hard for it to be kept under wraps. Like, you know, it, like it's going to be suspicious no matter what happens then pairing it with a physical hoh competition then pairing it with uh you know maybe some other twists that are going to come uh i just don't think this was ever staying under wraps and regardless if it was jag or not i mean i think that made it come out even faster potentially but it was a bad twist after bad twist unfortunately yeah uh and and it made for uh, by far for in my opinion the most boring episode of the season uh, yeah. like e- even the clip shows give me more than this. Yes. I love a recap of a recap episode of big brother. Like I love coming in and talking to you and Liana about all the wacky, crazy things that happen. And they said, okay, we do that every season because it's magical and it works. And people still sit through those episodes knowing they're not going to learn anything new about the actual game. And they said, let's take all, all the good stuff from that and just do BB comics all day. All day, every day. It's almost like they if they made us watch the slip and slide all the time. Like just every episode was just 10 minutes of just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And they just, I'm going up the hill and I'm going down the hill and I'm slipping and falling and I'm getting up and I'm going up the hill. And I'm going down the hill. It's like, yes, we get it. Please give us something. They got enough footage of these people so they can put together something for an occasion like this. Uh, Big Brother truly giveth and taketh away because uh, just a week ago I was on this podcast having watched the episode on stream. Super pumped. I loved last week's Sunday episode. I thought it was fantastic. I was singing its praises. I was like, this is an example of what Big Brother can be. Uh, And here I am a week later struggled to not fall asleep watching this despite the fact that i was streaming live uh and uh and we're here just like like what are we doing with our lives like this was, was such a bad uh, hour of television mm-hmm. yeah and there have even been episodes where it was like all right they put in five different filler segments and they were all like semi-enjoyable but why are they all here like we could have used one of those tonight we could have saved one moved it in and given us at least something just like a little goofy to break it up instead of showing every single person in real time running this comp mm-hmm. yep. that's it well, uh, thank y'all for coming. Well, uh, you can follow me on. <laughs> well, I have a challenge for the listeners. Um, there's uh, a difference between Scally's ducks this time and the last time he was on the podcast. Can you tell us what the difference is? Mm. No, I got nothing. I got nothing. Again, yeah, attention span, really mosquito, Scally. Mm. Yes. What's the difference? There actually is a little superhero duck here that I had just okay. got recently. Uh, but yes, keen <laughs> was... eye, Taryn. Okay. He, Taryn know. definitely knew that. You he lucked out there. <laughs> I'm a BB Comics genius. Actually, so. Um, yeah. So yeah, we 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 learn what this twist is. They compete, and it, it it's honest. Like it can't be stated enough. That they spent 30 minutes on base like a good portion of 30 minutes on 
the difference between this picture and this picture is that in this picture, there are tiny muffins coming out of the hand. And in this picture, there aren't tiny muffins coming out of the hand. While we see both pictures and both parts are circled. So the second you see the picture, you've already seen the difference, but we still have to sit through them explaining the difference. Um, for eight, 16, six, six, 17. I don't know. Not 17. Cause you know, redacted, but 16 things, 16 times every yeah. single one. And then referred to again in the future about, Hey, remember that one? I couldn't figure that one out with the hat and with the shoes. Uh, remember that time that we told you about the shoes? Yeah. yeah. Cockadoodle Zoom <laughs> and he was wearing shoes. And then there was, you know, like I said, America had a, a, a pendant. She had like a thing. It was different colors. I mean, you had to catch that. Only the keenest of eyes. I really wish they'd even just gave us some more information about the comics. Like, not, hey, this is how the comic looks, but give us a little storyline. I remember when we did um, the superhero comics that one time, and it was like the Revengers or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. right? And they all came in, and we got a little TV movie and stuff like that. It really feels like the characters were more lived in. This was just, hey, I'm Boots. And uh, that one has boots. So let's match them up. Her. Yeah. Like, well, okay, thanks. This was fun. I feel like, you know, usually we get like, a lot of people reacting to their comics and probably they couldn't use all of the like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> understand why this is my comic. I don't like this. Because uh, I feel like we were noticeably absent on a few people's reaction, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, listen, I, I understand that because I've reacted to these comics twice now on podcasts, uh, on the update, on the Q&A. And uh, let me tell you, not a lot to say. <laughs> None of them are particularly clever or interesting. Wait, you don't like the Bowie Rang? Okay, why'd you have to pick Did you know she was from Australia and has big teeth? <laughs> and pigtails. And when mm. she runs, she turns into a boomerang. So that means she's coming back for justice. <laughs> right? Like that's why you would do that? Or you would turn into a boomerang. Is her only power to turn into a boomerang? I've been asking this question all week. And people are like, Chappelle, it's an animorph. That's not an animorph. I want to know if she is a boomerang only or does she actually have a functional, useful power? Could you imagine, though, if she could get stuck turning into a boomerang like the animorphs? Yes, if she's in she's her morph for more than like 30 minutes. Yes, and then they have to like throw her for her to get around. Like, okay, <laughs> Bowie Jane, I got you. Because you got to get a running start or it doesn't work. I really, yeah. like, I really sat with these images. I don't think a lot of y'all have put a lot of thought into the storylines behind them. Yes, mm. they're wacky, but I think that we have a lot of good material here for an actual horrible superhero like Bowie, Bowie Jarangamatang Garang, you know, so they have to put her like face down on a plate of food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, not sure yeah, how the digestive system works there, but yeah, yeah, I don't know if there is one. Uh, she's got hella teeth. Uh, they keep saying, you know, Felicia makes a point of, of pointing out Bowie's teeth. We get it. The lady has a big smile. Bowie rang, Bowie rang. <laughs> You know, Callie, you have a favorite. Ooh, uh, you I cannot my, say Bowie rang. 
Oh, my favorite comic. Uh, my favorite comic is tough. Honestly, I think I got to give it to Muffin Hands. I feel like yeah. there's detail. Muffin. I feel like it's at least a reference that wasn't just, you know, someone's name. <laughs> you know, the first <laughs> thing about them that they entered the, the house. I think it's decent. But I think my favorite commentary was probably Corey being like, yeah, I'm really into vampires. <laughs> and I'm also into America. It's like, what? what <laughs> Where did Corey? that come from? <laughs> nasty. You're nasty. <laughs> Your yeah. mama watching this, Corey. Stop, don't get carried away. He was really into True Blood, I guess, yeah. back in the day. Uh, um, that's a mistake. I watched it all. <laughs> great. Oh, yeah. I, I bailed like season three. You're a smarter oh. guy than I, but we already knew that. <laughs> I think there's another BB brother uh, in Polly Calfiori that he might want to hit up if he's that into uh, vampires. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, yeah, these are tough. These are, these are real tough. How do you think the muffin hands work? Because they had little teeth. Okay. And they spewed little mini muffins. Like them. Um, so like, does they... the muffin eat other muffins or does it eat Ooh. some other kind of food? And then does it produce the mini muffins as like its excrement after it eats? Not excrement. Why do they have yeah. to have excrement? Digestive system. Do they need them? They're muffins. I think they're not independent to the host. <laughs> like I think it's still think flowing he, back. It's still flowing back. It's magic. I just picture like I can hear them going. Waka, 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 waka. I mean, those muff, those little muffins have to be produced somehow. Yeah. There's clearly some kind of thing in Jared that is producing so, muffins. So he has to eat via muffins. his hands. He has to eat muffins in order to like regenerate the muffin power. So I was like, because mm -hmm. if he doesn't, then his hands are they're, they're rendered useless and then someone could just eat them. <laughs> but, well, the real question is, can he eat his own muffin hands? Oh, my God. Like if he's feeling kind of hungry, he's looking for. Also, can like he change the kind of muffin it is? Like if he's oh. like I'm feeling blueberry right now. No, it's about what attack he needs. You know how like you have like the ice ray and the fire beam and you know like all that stuff. You got to switch it up. So you got muffins for like the blueberry muffin for like the batter guys. You got the garlic muffin if you want to keep America America vampire away. You know you got to have a muffin for every situation. The brand muffins for when you're holding onto a wall. Exactly. You dry. Now you're getting it. <laughs> Well, that's um, a good choice, Scouting. I agree. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he's always he's always loving the blueberry. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> blue honey. Um, so the chill Billy though, what are they trying to say about about Red? Because he's kind of giving like chill vibes, you know. Like there's a lot of smoke in the background. He kind of <laughs> got his shoes on. He kind of chilling, you know. I'm not saying that. Mm. They're insinuating something, but to me, it felt like they were insinuating something. Is uh, Red be getting down with the get down? No. Hmm. To me, it just said cult leader. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, because I was going to say the red that I have seen on TikTok is usually shotgunning things more than anything else. Right. But look <laughs> at the people below that are dying and rioting. They are not chilling at all. They're wearing like tie dye shirts. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, this okay. is this is his, like, this is his prophecy that he gets the cult to believe in is that there's like an end time uh, where he gets really big and just. <laughs> It just chills. The planet. <laughs> no, he just chills. He kicks butt. Oh, wait, it's a, he kicks back while his minions attack. See, that's the thing. He gets to just hang out and then all of his little, like his cult, his cult gets to do all the fighting for him. 
Because, you know, the thing I remember about Red is how great he was at influencing people socially to do what he wanted. Yeah. yeah. Would have made a much better Big Brother player, this version of Red, I think. <laughs> you know what? It sounds like he's missing an ingredient that could help him really just have a moment with all these people and bond. Something that they could all just share amongst each other and pass <laughs> around and just relax and then talk. Because I think under the influence of Red and his full capabilities, based on this comic, of course, I'm not making any assumptions but i think if you give red all the tools you know the bells the whistles the pipes whatever you know i think you get you might get more influence for everybody else america we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights life liberty and the pursuit of happiness at grand canyon university we believe in equal opportunity and the american dream starts with purpose by honoring your career calling you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. All right. Any any other comics? Um, you know, I've got to go. You know, we got to talk about Izzy. Her <laughs> music has a sick beat. Now, this is a flute. They typically don't make beats, but we're going to go with it. But the music <laughs> has a sick beat. And it makes people vomit. Scally. You know, like the Izzy Dizzy, the Dizzy Izzy? <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some of those videos out there from Izzy. I think Izzy might be making some beats. Some sick beats. <laughs> I, you, can, it, it, you can't help but dance to her sick beats. And you start dancing in circles. And then before mm -hmm. you know it, you're so dizzy that you're sick. So, so Izzy is a villain though, right? Like there's no way this is a superhero's power, right? Like these people yeah. that she's influencing in the background, one guy's got on like thong sandals. He's just going to the grocery store real quick. There's a couple people on here just ch chilling, hanging out. Izzy, the villain of the season. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have cast her in that role. Yeah. You know, I, I like her, I think her, her like arch villain uh, world ending plan is that she just needs to like, get a large enough sound system that uh, she she can just be broadcast across the entire, will make the entire world sick. Um, and then only, only her chosen survive the illness. See, I don't know. I feel like the Dizzy Izzy is something that that chill Billy also might be enjoying in his free time. So Listen, uh. <laughs> my kind of party, play that music, play that funky music. Izzy, you know, I look, I'm just saying, if you have to pick one of these powers, I thought that one was pretty cool. It's it's almost, it's not exactly original. We've seen powerful flutes before and like, you know, superheroes and stuff like that. Um, but I think that giving somebody uh, diarrhea or something like that just from playing the flute, it's functional. It does stuff. I don't know if anybody should be afraid of it, but you definitely should be aware. Can we talk about how Matt, like Jacob Jones before him, uh, was like, so true i do pee in the pool <laughs> it was yeah. just like with no enthusiasm no personality it was like the driest i've ever seen i'm just like also so you know that is true I'm like oh thanks <laughs> it just like an intimidation guy. tactic at a race <laughs> yeah uh no, first of all i've talked to swimmers every time i bring it up i'm like swimmers y'all know People be peeing in the pool. And everybody's like, Chappelle, don't signet, don't like even just throw that out there. And all the swimmers be like, yep, every time. Because you think about it, they're Olympic swimmers. They're not going to get out the pool every time they got to go pee. They be in the pool for hours. And so the pool got chlorine in it. 
I'm never swimming with any of y'all no more. I, every time I talk to somebody, they talk about peeing in the pool. Am I the only one who ain't doing it? I can't be the only one, but I ain't swimming with nobody no more ever again. Because if you can't trust the Olympic swimmers, who can you trust? Um, but he was very dry throughout this whole thing. What was it? Th- he was talking about Riley. He's like, Riley, I can't wait to see you on finale. Like, yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's 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 really making her excited to be there. Matt. <laughs> this, listen, this brought up all new feelings about Riley again, getting to see her in cardboard cutout form. You know, it was just it was a lot. Yeah. Offended that she was made a villain when she is a hero in his heart. I was like, uh, you know, for Riley's sake, maybe they uh, hopefully are keeping them at home still for the finale. Maybe that pre-jury doesn't need to come back. Right. And Riley, um, Riley a good, uh, a good comic. I think hers was like, it was just like, you know, bad guy who robs banks or whatever from Nashville. I was like, okay, solid. No, not too complicated. I had to quickly remind myself who Riley was. You know, we get to that point in the Big Brother season where it's just been a long time since you've heard some of these people's names. Um, there, there were a couple of people missing and I didn't realize it until just now. So um, we don't we don't have to get into why that person was missing, but I forgot about them all, all together. Um, so the Riley uh, comic book, I think is one of the more solid ones. But, you know, when you have the ha ha hi sum as, you know, the comparison, what are you going to do? I don't get how he was not Mr. Right. I feel like that's such an easy, right? <laughs> like, yeah, just pull back, right? Go ahead, figure it out. Like, I don't know. It's not my job. You figure it out where we go from there. But like the name was there. Anyone could be the like funny laugh person. He gets yeah. right down to the truth of the matter. There, there you go. go. There you go. And, right? and, and look, okay. Ha ha Heisem or Memphis. Hold on. Memphis. <laughs> I mean, at least Memphis looked like him. <laughs> this, I don't. This looks more like uh, every person on the panel than it does Heisem. <laughs> like, who is this? It do be. It do kind of look like me. Now that you, make it <laughs> I see it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've had some pretty interesting ones in the past, but I don't know. This is gonna take a lot to live up to Memphis, and um, you know, uh, Britfully. I don't know if y'all remember my girl. <laughs> <laughs> these were these were fine. What was they, Kyle's again? Um, he wasn't a dog, even though like I think he was because they brought up, you know, they made the joke. He was some type of lizard or chameleon or gecko thing. I don't. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah, I remember. He was like twerking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see, what was Kyle? Oh, you know what, Rep Kyle, because there he, you go. Crimes about to suffer reptile dysfunction. All right, <laughs> this yeah, is too much. Get it, Scally? <laughs> Reptile dysfunction? Hmm. No. No? <laughs> no. You don't understand what they could be talking about? No. Well, look, what was it? Uh, you know, things were done. <laughs> okay. Quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that dysfunction, or was it like very functional? Never mind. Never mind. That's not <laughs> <laughs> extremely functional. <laughs> Too functional. Too functional. <laughs> they, they could have named him the Minuteman. You know, there you go. Like, Mad and Jack can take it, but you know, we know where home is. That would have been generous, to be fair. Yeah, I have nothing to say, Skylar. Thank you. <laughs> that drop was really—that was a big drop that they had to drop on. That yeah. uh, that looked dangerous. I don't want to do that now. Uh, like, I don't know how Felicia's alive. <laughs> 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 <Or her. laughs> 
<laughs> I would be sore for days. Like it was like Chappelle's not really doing a lot of strategizing because he cannot move. His legs are tired of falling over and over again. I wonder if they asked Felicia, like, you know, you straight with this? You want you good with this one? Because it's like, you know, she she's she's in decent good like shape, you know, for somebody like hanging from a thing and falling down. She seemed to bounce back relatively quickly because I could not. Mm-mm. You think you'd be allowed to like stop yourself on the zip line? It's like swing oh. your legs up, like grab the the thing with your legs and just <laughs> like just like pause, dang. like Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, Matt had a really good strategy for going slowly. I don't know, y'all. I just would be very, very, very bad at this competition. There's just no world where I would be good at this. The, the order would be wrong, um, and that would be what takes me the longest. The the difference in the pictures, and sh- that would be fine. But I it's just, going back and forth would just drive me crazy. Even like if everyone in the house was completely had like an equitable chance at this competition, I'm bored. We could do these same BB comics and mix it up and do a different type type of competition and still have these drawn for them every year. I don't need them doing the same zip line. And, oh, I figured out that if I swing slightly less. Yeah, everyone has figured that out every year that we do this. Like, (laughs) I just want something else. Yeah, they. I mean, they, there's been way too many individually timed competitions this season. They're, they're not fun to watch. Uh, it's just you're just watching the same thing happen over and over. There's never any tension or feeling of stakes because you have no idea how long it's taking them. Uh, so it's just like I'm just watching people do usually boring things. They're not the most exciting competitions usually, uh, and then waiting for a screen to tell me who won. You could just start with the screen and it would be more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. But we did get some intrigue from this episode because they don't tell us who the invisible HOH is right away. And we get to see everybody basically saying blue said she got 15 minutes. Now, Ain't no way somebody is that incompetent. Ain't nobody, somebody is that horrible at competition where they would actually get 15 minutes. If Blue is that bad at competition, she deserves to go home. There's a 15 minutes, Blue. 15 minutes. And Blue is crying her eyes. I mean, she's like, 15 minutes. Oh my God. Um, that was enough for them to put suspicions on her just because she said, I did really, really bad in this. And um, she had no reason to lie about it. Like, she, she did awful. It was, <laughs> yeah surprising i mean we go from revealing a top three to now down to a top one at this point in the season only get the top time and what was to me is like matt said he got 13 and a half minutes <laughs> like not that much faster than blue is claiming and they're like what an awful time it's unimaginable that someone could do so poorly it's like the olympian got a minute and a half faster like it's really not that bad like i don't know why we're so on her my favorite part was Jag saying, oh, yeah, I got nine minutes. Nine. Nine flat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, hmm. Jag. Someone who was looked at, looked at as a threat. Someone who's won four competitions to this point. Why would you say that you were the second fastest comp- like person in this competition? Because we might not know who got the eight minutes. But somebody just made themselves look really, really formidable as an opponent when they say casually nine. What'd you get? Nine. I got nine. Got nine. Yeah. Everybody's like, wow, that Jack, he got nine. We must trust him. No, Jack, if you get rid of whoever the secret HOH is, if it's not Jack, he should be next because he could have very well won that competition. But we're not going to think about that. For the record, Jag's fake time 
would still be an all-time record for BB Comics. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why did he pick nine? Why? You could have picked anything. Yeah. I, oh, nope, I just missed it. I just missed it. I'm that good, y'all. Even when I lose, I win. <laughs> can, yep. can, can, Taryn, please. Can we can we please just I, I've been saying this for a few weeks and I and I think that people are really starting to come around on this idea, but then people started getting mad at me. You know how the BB streets are. Mm-hmm. Jag the player. Mm-hmm. I'm having a really difficult time putting into words Jag's thought process from week to week when it comes to these things. I have a good relationship with Blue. I should probably put her on the block. Okay. Fine. Go for it. If that's what you want to do. I didn't get the fastest time. I got the second fastest time. I'm not a threat. Jag, if this is what you want to do. I'm working with America and Corey right now because I want to keep that pair in the house, but they're not in my final five. There's actually only two people in front of them uh, before we get to that spot. I don't think I'm going to target them in secret. I think I'm going to let them target me whenever they get a chance. I'll let them take the first shot. I'm just struggling. That's all. You got something for me? I mean, he he's just he he can compete next week. He can just win again and then target Corey and America next week. And That's the crazy the thing is if it happens, if he does do it, people are going to look back and forget that Jag just did something yeah. so abysmal. <laughs> They're going to be like, Jag's a great player. He won six competitions and look, he got out Corey. He's like, no, no. God stepped in and said, yes, you got it, Jag. You got it. Here's a free run to the end. And he took it. But I don't think that makes him a good player. I, I mean, is it, honestly, is it God or is it the producers of the show designing the season to benefit the competition players? Listen, designing all the seasons to have in games like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just something we see all the time. I think if, for future Big Brother seasons, people really need to start looking at targeting these, uh, these challenges. And people, especially the ones they're not working closely with, challenge them earlier. Try to get him up on the block. I mean, it's hard when you get Cameron, who is a challenge threat, and he comes right back. Jared, who's a challenge. Well, Jag, when you vote him out, and then he does come. Then Jared, who's a challenge threat. Red, Riley. Right. Like, it's like, well, they they did everything they could. They did. And there's just nothing. You keep bringing people back and saving people. You're going to get to the end with a Jag or a Matt or even a Corey and be SOL. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, look, at a certain point, I stopped evaluating Jag on like his gameplay and was like, all right, if he's vibes, I'm vibes. That's all I'm going on right now. And the problem is I do think that the narrative has kind of turned of like, look, what a great move. It's like all of the pieces are having to fall exactly as they may for this to work out. So uh, yeah, it's a tough one with Jag here. And I mean, even like people in the house are noticing that like, why did you, you know, wait so long? There are, there are questions. So I think that, uh, you know, Things could come back to bite him potentially. Yeah. Why why did he wait so long? You know, like, why are you spend all night being like, y'all, I think it's blue. I think it's blue, just to be the next day and be like, all right, I got y'all. I just want to make y'all squirm. No, I don't trust you anymore, sir. Cause you could have kept that going for one more day and I could be on the block. Uh it sounds like you weren't sure what you were gonna do, and then you changed your mind, and now I should be concerned. Uh America and Corey seem to flag that, but what what can they do? And that's the main thing is that like playing Big Brother while being able to win comps every week is playing Big Brother on the easiest mode possible. You have so much space to make mistakes, which is why Cameron is such a bad player. Um, But like you have so much space to make mistakes because 
yeah, what can Corey in America do? Oh, you didn't tell us last night, but you've also been immune for like the last three weeks. Like, how, how, and you can compete next week and, and next week's HOH. Like, I can't say, I can barely think a bad thought about you, let alone say it to anybody uh, until I actually win something, which hasn't happened at all this season, pretty much. Like, uh, you know, so of course it's going to all kind of play into uh, your favor until you finally lose, um, which is part of what makes Suri and her position right now so impressive because she is maintaining this uh, mindset of like, yeah, these guys, they got to go. But as as long as they're still winning, I have to convince them that I'm with them. Um, and, uh, I loved the, the, the small bit we did get from Sari early in the episode, which was like last week was phenomenal for me. Uh, it was, it was great. Uh, got, got rid of cockroach Cameron and, uh, you know, now we just got to keep, keep moving forward, keep getting rid of these threats. Um, and you know, blue leaving would not be the best thing for Sari. But uh, but she has managed to like weasel her way into the trust of Matt and Jag, uh, despite everything that she did to Jag earlier in the season. And, you know, that's that's Sari for you. Yeah, it's amazing to see that she just like completely played dead for a week. Everyone forgot about her. And now she still is just uh, influencing things ever so slightly and like biding her time until, you know, one of them loses. One of them isn't able to finally play uh, in back to back weeks in an HOH competition. And some move can be made because it's like, yeah, knowing what you have to do is great. But actually having someone in power to be able to do that is uh, unfortunately not a guarantee. Oh, my God, Taryn, I used to think you were very neutral and focused on the strategy <laughs> of each player. But I have given up on your updates this year because you are so pro Sari, And it's very disappointing. Sari. I, was, I did not sign on this. Sari. <laughs> Saria. And you are so pro Saria that I'm disappointed in you. I didn't come in for this. I thought you were going to be unbiased. How you still make this about Sari being a good player? She ain't won no competitions. She ain't been immune for five weeks. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. Explain yourself. I just feel like she's going to win a comp, you know? That's and what it, that's what does, matters. Look, she better not win a comp. Y'all going to be sick of me. <laughs> Y'all think Taryn is biased. Sorry. <laughs> what? Excuse me? Stop it. Don't let it happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love the people that are surprised as though, like, Sari hasn't been like my all-time favorite destined on a reality show for like over a decade and like uh like i wasn't begging for her to be on big brother uh to steamroll a season like this is this is what we asked for y'all i'm sorry it's just we got it <laughs> we literally said it on the <laughs> premiere night i was like yeah this is if if sari crushes like that's what i want <laughs> sorry it just is mm-hmm um, which, of course, it doesn't mean that uh, we haven't talked about the flaws in Ceres' game, especially flaws that I didn't really, really know existed before. But, uh, but like, I, you know, I'm certainly going to look at... I mean, Ceres is by far playing the best social game in the house and has currently gotten herself into a position that is pretty good. Uh, like, she's, she's locked in this final... You know, Jag talks about in the episode, he wants a final five of uh, himself... Matt, Bowie, Sari, uh, and Felicia. Um, and beyond that, it's a final four with 
uh, Bowie and Felicia. And then they have two final threes, one with Bowie, one with Suri. Um, and if I had to guess right now, uh, if they have the choice between taking out Bowie or Suri, they're probably taking out Bowie. Suri's probably going to get, it, it, this is in her worst case scenario, going to get to mm-hmm. the final three with Matt and Jag, where Matt, you come know, on, man. This relationship. You really want to go to the end come with Jag, on, who's man. won so many competitions? <laughs> come on. Hey, Jag, you really want to go to the end with Matt, who has so, so, so many great relationships? Like, uh, take the easy win. Don't be the Cody. Um, and, uh, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And even in that final five, I mean, Bowie has headed out for Suri and Felicia for like a little bit and she's been getting closer Bowie's and closer to convinced. Matt and Jag. But there have been plenty of times where I have seen Bowie just drop people <laughs> like immediately and go with a new plan because she thinks it benefits her, particularly post jury. Bowie Jane is a whole new person <laughs> at times. Mm-hmm. So who knows what that final five looks like? Yeah. yeah. It, and I would like to see it because again, don't let her win y'all prepare to be sick of me. And, and what I was saying before, it is so much harder to play this game without being able to win these competitions. Uh, oh. It is so much harder. And that is what Suri is currently navigating, uh, which is not to say that she didn't have other kinds of advantages like experience, um, but she is running circles around these players when it comes to social strategy uh, and not when it just not when it comes to uh, running, climbing a ladder and dropping down a zip line. Uh, so, you know, we'll see where all that goes. Um, should we talk about the feeds? Spoilers. Let's do it. Let's do it. The office of civil defense has issued the following message. This is a spoiler warning. A spoiler warning means that an actual spoiler against this country has been detected and that protective action should be taken. Okay. So luckily we actually do have some stuff to talk about from the feeds and uh, enough stuff that it could be actually, it could be a good Tuesday episode. Uh, we're looking at 90 minutes. We're looking at two separate veto competitions, which are probably going to be a drag. But outside of those two veto competitions, there's actual content to talk through. Um, mostly because, the listen, then this is the problem. Invisible HOH doesn't really do much for you because it takes away the central core of the game, which is people making moves and causing drama. If nobody knows who to be mad at, then you can't really be all that mad. Um, but by this time, pretty much everybody, in fact, yes, everybody knows the Jag is the HOH. Um, and he's about to make a move. And here's why he's making the move. There were, as I said, two separate veto competitions. Everyone played in the first veto competition, all eight players. It was the endurance competition, I think where you're like on the spinny disc thing. Um, and Jag wins that veto competition. Had no reason to, didn't need to win this one. But hey, he stuck it in there for a couple of hours. He beat out Blue, wins the veto competition. Jag then was not allowed to compete in the second veto competition. Uh, funny how that works, that uh, after you win one, you're not allowed to win the, the one right after it. Um, but uh, seven people competed in the second veto competition. And Blue won the second veto. More of a crapshoot, that one, they say. Uh, and 
That means that Blue cannot be evicted this week. And as Jag talked about in this episode, he can't get Blue. He wants that final five with Felicia and Sari, the only other person to target, Corey or America. And if there's two vetoes, why not both? They're on both up on the block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got action. We got action. Yeah. Uh, Corey and America have spent the entire day unaware of the fact that their doom is approaching. Um, and tomorrow, the plan is to blindside them uh, as they go up on the block. Um, obviously, the end result of this should be that Corey is evicted uh, over America. Uh, it seems unlikely that uh, Suri, Felicia, and Blue would vote out America over Corey. Um, even though there is some logic to the idea that Matt and Jag could come around uh, to the idea of like maybe taking out America is better, keep Corey in as a target. They're not that different competitively. Um, but uh, again, the votes weren't, wouldn't really be there even if they do come to that conclusion. So it doesn't seem super likely right now that that will change. And Corey is likely going to head to the jury house on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things had to fall perfectly for this one. I mean, Jag told every single person in that house that he is the HOH. So it wasn't a secret anymore, which you would think would make Corey and America feel like a little safer. And, you know, he he could not secretly then backdoor him. But because now both of them are going to be able to come out of the block, you have removed the chance of either of them winning a veto of a vote flipping if only one of them are backdoored on the block and we can successfully put both of them on the block against each other with no chance to come off. It feels like it would be an incredibly bad move to miss this chance but also telling everybody all your damn business jag you could have got away with this like a bandit you know just like boom put them both up after assuring them all week oh no it's not me i promise it's not me it's not me it's not me uh (laughs) but you had already you had already put up blue and felicia so that eliminates those two from contention. You can say, oh, well, maybe this was Sari, but at least you could be putting it on someone else. Now, no one in their right mind probably thinks that Sari beat everybody else in this competition, but Jack shot himself in the foot from the beginning by running his mouth because if he kept quiet. He wouldn't have had to go through all of this to get them both up on the block. And that is what makes him look weird to them because now it's like, dang, one of them is coming back and you have now completely isolated one of them because they know it's you. So America or Corey, whoever survives this, should not want to work with you. There's no incentive to do that. Um, but now, you know, they know it's you. They're going to come back. One of them is going to survive. It's not a double elimination at the same time. So if it was, you could get them both out of the house. There's no there's no blood left on your hands because you, you you swept out, you know, all the remnants of this uh, alliance. But you're not. You're leaving one of them. So now you've betrayed them both. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't know. Even if he had not told anyone, the, the thing is, like, he got lucky that there happened to be a double veto. Had there not, had they like put up them initially, and then there was a double veto, taking the chance of both of them winning, like, unlikely given their comps like record at this point. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, in play, and then, like you said, he put up Felicia and blue to start so they're not hoh no one's going to believe that suri was hoh bowie couldn't compete Corey and america end up on the block so that's jagger matt like what are you two is taking the blame for it uh and that's why this twist falling like at final eight is just like there's no amounts of people that could go on like the block that would keep this a secret yeah the, the invisible hoh will never work everybody will always know 
it's it's happened three times now and all three times people know usually instantly um it's a it's a tired concept <laughs> like it's it, it doesn't work clocked him she just yeah. looked over there and was like i bet it was jack it was jack felicia it was jack huh felicia like yeah girl it was you know like bruh two seconds mm-hmm. yep that's you jack i'm sorry why would people jag think that you are winning all of these competitions huh i wonder i wonder if maybe some of these competitions you don't have to win Sometimes you could just let things be like winning another veto. Why? Why, Jag? You didn't have to. Blue was coming down. Well, yeah, well, at least well, we'll see about that. But, you know, had he just gone through this like a regular week, put up, put up the people he wanted to go home. One of them wins the veto. One of them comes down. OK, there's a second veto. He wanted himself. He doesn't have to use it. But you wouldn't have to worry about that if you weren't winning so many challenges. He's putting a huge target on his back. And it's going to get to the point like Michael was that one season where it was just like last season, where it was just like every week he has to win a competition because he's come such a competition threat that if you let him keep winning, he's going to win his way all the way to the end. So now he has no choice but to keep winning. And that's where we are with Jag. He'll go before the Olympian. Isn't that crazy? Like there's an Olympic athlete right there. And everybody's like, well, Jag's probably the bigger threat here. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, Jack. Good job. Yeah. Well, that's the plan. Corey and America on the block. Corey leaving. Uh, I'm expecting drama. I'm expecting... Uh, I think America will be upset. I think Corey will be sad, but trying to hide it. Um, and I think there will be a lot of like information dumping, especially by Corey, uh, everything he has on Jag and Matt. Um, and honestly, it'll probably seem pretty similar to last week, uh, when Cameron was just info dumping on, uh, Jag and Matt, and it's just going to be like, uh, oh, look, we're going through the same thing again. And really, it's just a matter of can Suri utilize Corey and America info dumping to help pull Blue closer to her away from Matt and Jag. That's the thing I'm really looking for for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly what I think. I mean, based on how we've seen them in similar situations in the past, it does seem like America will probably have a more of an immediate reaction, whereas Corey is going to like probably walk away and then come back with like, well, here's everything about their games. Let me go ahead and spill it out. And that would be nice, <laughs> considering mm-hmm. there are so many people in this house that still uh, are convinced that maybe they want to go very far into this game with Matt and Jag, even if they do win a competition where they could take them out earlier. Uh, so if some of their game is exposed, maybe we really could get uh, many people to wake up in this house. Yeah, Corey is the type of big brother player that we like where we know that they have information. They're probably going to use it um, because they're going to be desperate to stay off, you know, to survive nomination or whatever. Um, I think it'd be very interesting to see a world where Corey survives this and, you know, it teams up with Felicia and Sari, people that he has had no, you know, no inkling of like I'm going to actually work with them going far into the game in a in a realistic sense. Like he knows that he got to get rid of Sari eventually because it's Sari. Um, but I would like to see Corey backed into a corner where Sari is his only option, and it's Sari and Felicia, and he's leading that charge because somebody has to win a comp. And eventually, we hope that one time it's not Matt or Jag or either you know combination of them because you got to backdoor these people. I mean, unless it gets to a point where they can all compete in the vetoes all the time. Um, you really have two shots, you know, and uh, 
either one of them could win. So it's going to be fun to see. Uh, personally, I'd prefer if Corey stayed. I think it'd be a little bit messier. I think America might, uh, you know, like kind of uh, go into hiding a little bit, whereas I think Corey will be in fight mode. But I've been surprised before this season, so who knows? I think America becomes a Fields. As she should. Yeah. Who, who among us? I agree. And I think that she's more likely to be forgotten about. Like, I think that uh, people might not target her right away. Like, I think people would still continue to do with Corey. So uh, keeping that target in the house is very tempting, especially if you're Matt and Jag. Uh, and so the fact that they haven't really been talking about that all that much uh, is pretty surprising. But, um, you know, do the people who don't need as many shields in front of them, like uh, sorry, who has plenty already, uh, does she see value in that? All right. Anything else before we uh, we wrap up here? Taryn, I heard the slip and slide is coming soon. Are you uh, you want to comment on that? <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. <laughs> Something weird happened to my computer, y'all. I just like uh, that was weird, kind of yeah. removed from the, from the call. Happened. That was crazy. Wow. Wow. Strange. <laughs> strange thing that just happened. Something weird. I think Chappelle just went for safety. Huh. And it didn't yeah. Huh. I was an invisible Chappelle for just a few minutes. <laughs> Who knew? Okay, <laughs> my bad. I, I, did I say that? I admit. Um, something else. Yeah, you know, like, hiding go veto. That's what I meant, Taryn. Hiding go veto. Is that is mm. that coming soon? Mm. I mean, that would be fun. Uh, hide and go hoh key. Uh. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I switch them up just to make sure that hoh is athletic and fast. I'm sorry. Hide things well. Uh, all right. Well, that's what we have for you tonight. Uh, a quick, uh, quick recap for uh, what felt like a long episode. Um, but, uh, I will be back tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern to update you and everything that happens today on the big brother 25 live feeds. Uh, Felicia's already back. Uh, we've got, you know, a day of keeping Corey and America in the dark. Um, and then tomorrow the, the veto ceremony will happen and we'll get, uh, quite the dramatic, uh, finish, I think to, uh, potentially Corey's game. Uh, and then tomorrow night, of course, Stockwatch roundtable podcast, we will be rating these players and having some fun. Um, and then uh, we'll keep it moving Tuesday. We'll have a 90-minute episode. Uh, I'll be live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong, watching the episode live with all of you. And then, of course, we'll be here to recap it all on the podcast. Um, make sure you're also uh, checking out tickets for the LA Live show. It's just a few weeks away now, um, and uh, I will be there. Uh, Scout, are you coming? Unfortunately, I will not be at LA. Don't be a no. scally, guys. Don't oh, be a scally. Scally. oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, I'm going to LA, and um, Taryn and I are going to go rock climbing. It's going to be a good time. Check it out. There we go. Well, uh, yeah, we'll have to make a video. Uh, yeah, no, no, no one can see that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like blue. Like it was 15 minutes. Like no, bro. don't say. Don't nobody see me doing anything athletic, please. Uh, well, check all of that out. Uh, you can find me on uh, on Instagram and doing climbing stuff and all kinds of that thing that's happening. Uh, Scally, where can people find you? 
People can find me on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bscally. I am also going to be live after tomorrow's Traders Canada episode with Puya talking about that uh, right after every episode. And I am talking with uh, Chappelle right here over on the Nothing But Netflix feed about the Devil's Plan. So already got a couple so 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 good so uh very excited to continue watching and recapping that uh and dropping those episodes as fast as we can for you guys so definitely come and join on that all right and chappelle well as scally said we're doing the devil's plan and it's ha- we're having a great time talking about it so check that out on the nothing but netflix feed and i believe on the rehab feed as well uh also on the rehab feed below deck sasha and i are going live every wednesday at 3 p.m eastern on youtube to talk about below deck and i think this week i have a sasha sub coming in because she's going to be out so i need a co-captain and so i'm working on securing one of those and check that out on our bravo uh rehab feed um to, you know to keep up with all the below deck nonsense from this season um, I recently guested on the Hit It or Quit It podcast with Rob and Jenny to talk about House of Villains. And Rob doesn't really want to talk about it. He's like kind of busy and stuff like that. So if y'all could just let Rob know that we need House of Villains uh, coverage here on RJP, that would be great um, because I enjoyed talking about it and I would love to join him or Jen- him and Jenny or potentially tag in if he just, if he ain't up to it. I, look, I got it. So let me know. And uh, of course, uh, check out House of Villains because it's a great show um, on RHAP. I'm still doing Netflix shows, nothing but Netflix. We had Ariel on from Post Show Recaps to talk about the fall of the House of Usher, and it was great. I enjoyed it. Eight episodes, quick watch. It was fun. Uh, check that out on Nothing But Netflix. And then over on Post Show Recaps, SuitsPodcast.com. Rob and I are talking about suits every day. Suit Yourself Podcast. Um, Check it out. It's a fun time. We have a good community going on over there. Um, also on Postal Recaps, we have The Walking Dead coverage. Um, the Walking Dead, uh, Daryl Dixon just ended, and then Fear the Walking Dead is starting, and then the Rick and Michonne TV series is starting as well. So boom, 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 boom. The Walking Dead all over the place. Uh, and then finally, Mari and I are on the Connect on Postal Recaps uh, covering the change link. We just dropped our last episode recap of that. It was interesting. So check that out on YouTube or, or on the Connect on Postal Recaps. And follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show or on Twitch twitch.tv slash Chappelle's underscore show. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here tonight. And we will see all of you next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.